welcome to the Usual Rejects Podcast. I'm Kirk Kowski. I'm here with... Ah, stop it, stop it, stop it. How dare you. I got my groove on. Welcome to the Usual Rejects Podcast. I'm Kirk Kowski. I'm here with... Devin Anderson. Hey, folks. And Greg Russ. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Every time I don't do the, oh yeah, Devin. Someone's got to say it. Someone has to. That episode where we pretended you died. I oh, love I love Devin's yeah. intro. <laughs> 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 you oh, delivered yeah. it. Yeah, you delivered it just like Kirk. <laughs> better. Oh, yeah. Better than Kirk. Good. Good. That got weird, that episode. It was weird for me. I didn't like it. Because we were pretending you were dead? Yeah, yeah. we killed you off. Yeah. Well, we brought you back, just like Endgame. I know, I was sitting here. Yeah, it's not a flattering thing to be like, hey, listen, we're going to joke about you being dead for 15 minutes. Yeah. No one heard my spoiler. I said you were dead, we brought you back, just like Endgame, which I don't know. I don't know that for sure. We just don't want to bring that on. We all assume that. That's true. That's based on nothing at all. It's implied. Yeah. Something's going to happen. It would be funny, though, if they just didn't bring a couple back. (laughs) Or they just, everybody lived. Like... (laughs) I, I don't imagine that's going to happen. They bring all the superheroes back, but not the normal humans. Tony <laughs> wakes up, and he's still in the cave from the first Iron Man, and it was all a dream. It was all a dream. Yeah. And then he's in a snow globe. <laughs> <laughs> so he, it's a dream, and then... He, no! <laughs> <laughs> a cave snow globe. <laughs> it's, it's instead of snow, it's sand, just <laughs> swirling around the snow globe. And then they just remake Incredible Hulk with Mark Ruffalo. Yep. Same script, though. Same script. You think it'd be any better? I didn't think that that one was that bad. I didn't. I didn't either. I enjoyed <clears> it. <throat> I understand that he was very difficult, and they ruined everyone's experience. Norton. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, and, and there was a big fight with WGA about him getting writing credit because apparently he rewrote every scene yeah. in the movie. I've heard that about him too. He does that. Yeah. Apparently, he's he's a known rewriter. Yes. And I guess that started with American History X. <laughs> oh God. But that's a good movie, though. So hey. Okay. You know, but that's just become his thing. So do you think there's any script you could put in front of him that he wouldn't rewrite? Ooh, like, I have to imagine that there is. He, he's not an idiot. There's people that are better writers than him. Do you think so. if he stepped on Broadway and he was handling like classical scripts, he would touch it? I mean, I saw him do Burn This, and uh, they did update... I don't know if Lanford Wilson was live still. Yeah. Was he? I don't know. They they added like cell phones to it instead of okay. maybe like beepers or pagers or whatever. And maybe they just like... added a couple words of dialogue here and there to kind yeah. of reflect that. I mean, from it was harder it's hard to remember exactly, but it seemed like it was the same script that I'd read. All right. He okay. was excellent in that production. So we know he has his limits. Yeah. I mean he's certainly been in like actor jail, hasn't he? Like where has he been? He did that freaking Will Smith movie that nobody watched. Will Smith well, movie that's because that people what? turned on Will Smith. What Will Smith movie that nobody watched? What one? What? The one with, um, what was everybody, ghosts or like feelings or oh, something? Oh, yeah. What was that called? Oh, Collateral uh, Beauty. Collateral Beauty. Did anybody in the world see this movie? Yeah, I saw it. You did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> the premise seemed interesting. The premise is interesting. The premise seemed terrible to me. <laughs> really? Really? No, I... I, I this is one of those I try not to look at critics' reviews of things because it will have more of an influence it's than true. it should have on me. But this is one I saw and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm, no way. Yeah. And on that note, fourteen percent Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. But you compare it to the the audience score, sixty-four percent though. The audience liked it. Okay. So you both went to see this movie. I I, I did not see it. Devin's the only one. Yeah, who saw it. it's just me. Did you see it in the theater? No. Okay. No, I don't think I would. 
Yeah. Did you one rent ticket it? for Collateral Beauty, please? Yeah. <laughs> now, you don't even have to do that anymore. The kiosk, you go up. You don't have to be embarrassed about what you're going to. I see. like this better though, Greg. I'm trying to create a scenario. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. The kiosks have definitely made things so much more pleasant. And Kirk's scenario is better. There's a lot of uh, comic gold one in that more, one. One ticket. One, one ticket for collateral. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? Collateral beauty. One for this guy's going to see collateral beauty. <laughs> hey Jim, Jim, get a load of this guy. Hey, give him the senior discount. I can't even charge him full price for that piece of shit. <laughs> How was it? Uh, like like all these reviews, it's kind of not memorable. I I can't remember like the even the basic plot of it, other than there's what is it? It's love, it's death, and it's something else that he gets letters from. I forget. Balls. When yes. a successful New York advertising executive suffers a great tragedy, he retreats from life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his great tragedy was being a New York advertising executive. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's punishment enough. But then he, he was seeking answers from the universe by writing letters to love, time, and death. Time. Who was Edward Norton? Death? He, no, he was just one of the friends that was like, we gotta help him. We gotta help him. <laughs> that's, that, that's the one he signed on to and didn't yeah, write. Right. Yeah, He's like, I need some money to live. I, I haven't acted in a while. I imagine the role that Edward Norton played in Birdman is close to who he is yeah. in, in terms of the process. I feel like I remember reading a review, uh, or, or not a review, uh, like an article with Alejandro Inuratu talking about... Working <laughs> like, with... Like, yeah, like fending him <laughs> off. <laughs> God damn this guy. That's right. I, I'm totally wrong. He was in Birdman. He had yeah. a big part. He was fucking spectacular. He was really good. But like I fucking love him. I do. Yeah. Like it, someone just needs to get him under control or something. Yes, agreed. He definitely always he brings something. Even like uh so he did the, uh, that Italian Italian job with um Mark Wahlberg and like oh god he was under contract at the time so he did not want to do that. So you can kind of see it in his performance like yeah. that he's just like, I'm forced to be the bad guy. All of these lines are forced. I'm not excited about, you know, getting my gold back, blah, blah, blah. So Yeah, I read that he, he like, fucked up his ankle doing one of those stunt sequences or something, and he was just furious. I'm like, done. So, like, furious. And they sent him one of those minis to his house, um, like, as, as a gift <laughs> for doing the movie, and he uh, sent it back. A reparation <laughs> gift? <laughs> Sorry, you didn't want to do this movie. Fucking mini bag. Mark Wahlberg's like, no, I want to work with it. I'll take you, Minnie. I'll take you, Minnie. <laughs> Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> is, he, is he still making a shitload of money? Mark? Yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming he's probably. All that funky bunch, you know, profits. <laughs> All the Wahlburgers out there. Have you ever been to Wahlburgers? No. The it's Boston fucking, Burger Boys? Yeah. Fucking terrible. Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers. And the best part of it is the fact that the walls are lined with photos of them all in oh, different course. movies and shit. Of course. It's the most egomaniac thing yeah. that I've ever experienced in my entire well, life. Well, there's a show centered around it too, right? Yeah. Ugh. I, yeah, I talked about that, didn't I? About watching uh, the... I don't know if I did on the air. Did I talk about it on the air? Of uh, the, the show, the Wahlburgers show? Maybe. And he has, like, the guys that were in Entourage... You know, but they're the real guys. Yes, yeah, his real entourage. And the guy who's like, I think Turtle or something, in, in Entourage, the real version of him. What's his real? They, what's his name in real life? I don't Tortoise, know. I think, Tortoise? They call him, yeah. I think they call him something stupid. But he like they go out golfing, and he, and he bets him, he dares him to eat a divot. Oh my god! And he breaks his teeth. 
<laughs> and then he has to take him to the dentist. He, he, and he's busting this guy's balls the whole time. He ate a divot and he broke his teeth? Yeah, because there was rocks in it. Oh, he's eating dirt. shit. It's fucking dirt. He, this is what this <sighs> multi-millionaire does? And maybe they were smart enough time? to realize there wasn't real content for that show. And they like, yeah, just eat this and then we'll go to the dentist. Yeah, there's probably a producer, or it was probably Marky that was like, Hey, why don't you, why don't you? Yeah. Eat that dirt. Off, I don't think off either. Camera. Eat it. Eat that eat dirt. It. <laughs> eat it. I'll, I'll pay for the bills. I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you fifty thousand dollars. I don't think that any of this makes anybody look good, whether it's real or made up. That's how he wants to be seen. Uh, well, are we pulling up a clip here of the Wahlburgers? I think one of the big misunderstandings about Diners, this Drive, and Diners is that I eat a burger joints like all the time, which is not really the case. Yeah, Guy Fieri goes to Boston Burger Company. <laughs> so when I do eat at a burger joint, it's got to be a place that's you know outside the box. I know his name's not Guy. I just like I like to, it. I like it. I like sign it. the French Canadian. <laughs> so here I am outside of Boston in Somerville, Mass, to check out the Boston Burger Company, handmade and grilled. That's their place, right? Wait. Is that not it? No. Oh, okay. That's why mind. I was asking. What the fuck does say, this have to do with anything? I think it's called uh, it's called Wahlburgers, right? It's called fucking Wahlburgers. Well, sorry. No, <laughs> I, now, now, I was hoping that Gee went there because that obviously would have been some kind of payoff. Let's get Gee Fieri. I yeah. apologize, but I looked up uh, Boston Burger Boys, and that's what came up. Uh, so. so I assumed it was. All right. No. It's, yeah, are, there it's, in, are there any here in New York? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I think there's... Is there one in the city? There might be, but there's definitely one on Long Island we oh, went yeah, to. It was it terrible. Is. We See, all got sick. I apologize for that. I thought I was on to something. They used government cheese as their big fucking deal. Government were, cheese? Yeah, they were so poor growing up in Boston that they couldn't afford real cheese, so they used, like, government welfare cheese, and it tastes like shit. The food is fucking terrible. The nearest one is in Coney Island. That's still open? And then there's another one in Long Island. There's actually, there, in Coney Island, there's one a Wahlburgers. Bridgeport. We should do the show on the road. Let's go to it. the Wahlburgers? Yeah, let's do it. There's an Applebee's also on Coney Island. Great. You yeah, guys, remember you remember guys when we had eat? a great idea to do a show mobile? That was a good idea. I, I like we, that It idea. never came together. That would have been a good one. We were going to go see uh, what movie? It was we were, like a fucking year ago. We were, we were just, it really didn't matter. Like We were going to go see a movie in Long Island, and then we were going to have Kirk drive us back to the city. Well, maybe we shouldn't give it a total away. Okay. Because we're going to, maybe we'll do it. Yeah. So we can just hear the sounds of cars in the background. It probably, <laughs> I don't know, maybe, maybe it wasn't a great idea. I think that would have been all right because Kirk's reactions, that was the big thing, him driving and getting very pissed off at everyone. Was well, now you're be giving a, it away, so you can't do it. <laughs> well, that was going to be point. a big selling point. What was the point? Yeah. It's all right. It can still be good. You tell someone you're Things making, a tease. you tell someone you're making a spaghetti. They know spaghetti's coming. If it's good spaghetti, they say it's great spaghetti. If it sucks, they say it sucks. That's officially the first time that they've vacuumed um, oh. the entire time that we've been here. So yeah, so if you're hearing anything, hearing folks, it. some strange noise, that's the sound of a vacuum. Yeah. Who's vacuuming? <laughs> Open the door and yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. it? I don't think it's fine. <laughs> Craig. <laughs> Okay, so he's he's just gonna give him a he's gonna give him a look like uh, I don't even know where it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! This is a serious podcast. <laughs> trying it, to, it fell trying off to, the rails. We're when talking I made. about collateral beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I fell off the rails with that geefy thing. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna think of that in the middle of the night. I'm gonna wake up. You stupid. <laughs> go in the shower and scald yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you know my move. <laughs> hey, if you're ever feeling, if you're ever feeling shame or embarrassment like that, scald yourself. It is gone. <laughs> you forgot if you forget all about it. 
So you're like into that fundamentalist Christian stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You're like Da Vinci I Code. I don't like that that comparison was just drawn because it's <laughs> right. That's correct. And I never made the connection. <laughs> he had the whip, though, with the the tails on it. Yeah, he's got the belt around his thigh, too. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Why did we just mm that? Mm. <coughs> belt around the thigh. Mm. Belt around the thigh. Nobody mm. wants to see my thigh. My thigh has not seen the sun in decade. Yeah, neither is mine. I mean, really, we're men. Our thighs aren't supposed to be running Nah, Devin wears side. shorts. Yeah. You wear shorts? Not really. A thigh or, or I mean, I don't even like to wear shorts. How about that? <laughs> I went up you. <laughs> I haven't worn, that, that was the, I haven't worn shorts in, since 2009. Yeah, but if you were wearing shorts, your thigh still wouldn't be exposed. Well, it depends on how short the shorts are. You wear short shorts <laughs> when you wear shorts? I think those are in style now. They the are? The long shorts aren't in style anymore. Yeah, I don't even know the. Shorts I just think fashion. about like you know when you were a kid and you get made fun of because you didn't wear those baggy baggy jeans, you know, and now, jinkos. Yeah, everything's so skinny and like normal. Yeah, that's crazy to think about that. Like when we were growing up, it was all about being baggy. And a lot of these trends come back around, but I don't see that one coming. I don't back. see baggy coming back either. Not that baggy. Not the cuff of my pants is forty six inches. Yeah, <laughs> twice the size of the waist. If you're in middle school, that was. I, I had a rule. I did have some of these pants. The cuff couldn't be bigger than my waist. I drew the line. Yeah. I also had a, a pair, so the pocket was so deep it went down to the back of my knee, so I would keep my wallet in there. Your you, wallet would be bouncing <laughs> against the back of your knee. When you're reaching in to get your wallet, it eats your whole forearm as you're pulling the wallet. <laughs> what a ridiculous trend. I have to think that the CEO of Jinkos and Kickwear and all these companies, they sat back and said, fuck kids i want to make kids look like assholes how can we do that and he created these <laughs> and then people went for it and he just laughed every single day did you wear hammer pants no i was too young for I, oh, no oh did you i mean i had in the similar style i remember there was a simpsons one that i really wanted and they didn't make it in my size it was very disappointing those baggy are we going to be able to pull any of the sound out? I don't know. I think it's going to be there. Maybe oh, we God. should pause, come back. Yeah, it's getting. What are they? They're getting closer. <laughs> Let's pause it. We're going to pause it here, folks. We got this vacuuming. It's way too loud. And we're back. And we're back. I was waiting for it. <laughs> oh, it's so much better now. Mm-hmm. 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 Vacuum. taters. We're going to clean. There was a man on the train coming up here. I was standing next to him. He was sitting at the end of the bench on the subway, and I was standing. I swear to God, he had lice. I was looking in his hair. Uh. And I, I didn't get close enough, but it looked Every like one of our shows has, uh, has a large segment on homeless people. He wasn't homeless. Oh. You just do with you lice. made that assumption. Well, it shows us where your mind is and what you think of people <laughs> who don't have homes. <laughs> lice affects people of all, all classes. I'll take that. I one. moved away quickly and I was disgusted by it. Did you spit on him? Yeah. <laughs> you got lice. <clears throat> your, life's, your life's not bad enough, dude. 
I'm going to spit all over you. That's what you deserve. <laughs> uh, speaking of subways, I, I got a question. Maybe you can help me figure this one out. So I go to the 7 train entrance right over here, 34th Street, Hudson Yards, which is brand spanking new because Hudson Yards is booming right now. And it's the last stop on the train, which means like, I go to this stop because I'm pretty much guaranteed a seat, right? Everybody gets off the train, and it's a completely empty train, and I get a seat. This train, <laughs> people get on this train like three stops earlier go to the last stop, and then just go back. So when the train pulls up, only like three people are getting out, and the train is still full. I don't get it. Why don't they wait for the fucking train that's going in the other direction? Because it gets so crowded. That's, have you been on that 7 train during rush hour? That's why. You don't want to squeeze onto that. You, it's worth your time to take it the wrong direction a few stops, get a seat, hang out, and then go that's the correct direction. That's crazy to be like, I'm going to go uptown three more extra stops just so that I can maybe get a seat. Okay, wait, no, I guess I can empathize with that a little bit. But it gets pretty bad. I don't wanna I don't wanna add more time to my commute. I think uh you you, you weigh your options. Do you wanna be shoved up against a guy who possibly has life or life lice and uh <laughs> I mean isn't it gonna happen anyway? <laughs> or life. <sighs> when the train fills up, I guess yeah. you just have a seat. You have That's a seat. Difference. That is the difference. That seven train gets full. Yeah, and yet they were gonna put Amazon in Long Island City on that seven train with the only train. It wasn't available. It wasn't going to change anything, Kirk. Everything in New York would have remained exactly the same, except we would have had more taxes <laughs> from those people because they were all high-income jobs. And we would have taken that money, and we would have fixed the subways. Yeah, is that how it works? That's what they said. You don't think it would have affected the, the housing market out there? Like, it definitely would have. Yeah. The argument that it wouldn't have, it would have affected the housing market along the G line, especially because that goes right to Brooklyn, Long Island yeah. City. Uh, yeah, so anywhere in Brooklyn... Um, and there was that prospect <coughs> that people were buying up real estate with the idea that it was going to go up yeah. in value. And then the deal fell through and these people were stuck with yeah. all those brand new condos that they had bought in Long Island City. New York's not the same. New York, you know, who deserves to live in New York. People have fantasies about stabbing other people. That's, <laughs> that's my feeling with this city. That that's the kind of person. <laughs> now you got people, I got my, my St. Bernard. <laughs> Getting, having, getting stabbed or stabbing other people? No, these are the people just living. I, I've brought this up before, my theory. Amelie and Wes Anderson films, these people watched those. They were very influenced by the aesthetic of those movies, and they said, I would like to live in a world like that. And they moved into these neighborhoods, and they transformed them as close as they could to this precious life. Is that what Williamsburg is? Is that what happened there? I think to an extent, yes. How are they? Well, and, they and you can't even afford to live there. Well, I... I think that's what happens first, and then, like anything else, then those people who wanted to live that life get pushed out, and you know the rich, rich people go to Williamsburg. It's about where we are because they're cool. The the bros, the I think that the uh, the finance bros move there first because in their mind they think, oh, these artistic uh, hipster chicks. They've never seen a guy like me. They're mm. around. They're surrounded by <laughs> those those sissy boys, and I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna be the alpha male with my money. And they're going to love me, and they're going to fall over me. <laughs> you know, I was wondering if this segment was going on too long, but it was totally worth it for that character. Just that alone. That, I, I like this character. Yeah, right? what is that character? Who would, would give him a please, name. You please remember what you just did, because it was great. I remember what I did. I don't know what to call the guy. Chaz the Hipster Banger. Chaz the Hipster Banger. I think that you don't even need to look further. That's all you need right there. I got money. I'm Chaz. <laughs> I got money, I'm Chaz. I got a ponytail on the top of my head. What's up, hipster chicks? You ever see many like this? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I got two bedrooms. You ever see a man who doesn't give a shit that you're a human being and views you as a slab of meat? <laughs> asking me, ask me how much my shoes cost. <laughs> you ever see somebody that groomed their beard like this before? <laughs> Chaz. So here's a studio. This isn't so bad. This is a studio apartment on West 37th Street, 334. That's between... um, Okay, so that's like a block away from here. Yes. $2,168. Oof. It's not so much different than parts of Brooklyn. That's not so outrageous. It's not good, though, that it exists anywhere that high. No, I agree. fucking studio? I agree. $2,000 a month? And How much pay- money are these people making yeah. that they can afford that kind That's of rent? That's the question of New York, because all of it's so expensive. Who are all these people who make this much money? I've, I, Certainly my, not the, me. The job I just lost, I, they were paying me $90,000 a year, which was more money than I ever thought I'd make in my life. I, I thought, I'll just have a job, it's $50,000, that'll be fine. And it is fine. And then I just kind of fell into this. I wasn't chasing money, but I got a job, and uh, over the course of a few years, I got raises. and got. I don't know where it went. I lose the job, and I can survive maybe three months if I don't get any income. I mean, hey, that's wh- a, what is it, like a third of it goes to the government? Yeah. That, taxes? Yeah, a third of it does go to the government. <laughs> so, boom, that's gone. Think about how much you pay in freaking rent for that nice place that you have. That's a lot of fucking money. There it goes. It's Down amazing. the toilet. It's amazing. That's more money than most... They like, go the, out for a couple of pizzas, and then that's it. <laughs> that's above the median income, and yeah, gone. This is living in New York. And then people probably hear this, why don't you leave then? Where am I going to go? Where are you going to go? Where would you go? Where would I go? Yeah. Like we were talking about, somewhere somewhere isolated, somewhere like not populated. As long as he's got good Wi-Fi, bye. But, the, but, yeah, but again, you bring up the point, cars. Fuck, I don't got a car. I don't want to have to deal with a car. <laughs> Devin just wants to be like Ted Kaczynski in the woods with Wi-Fi. But even the stuff you do, Devin, so even the creative stuff you like to oh, do. Oh, Ted Kaczynski with Wi-Fi. <laughs> There's a character. Yeah, what would have happened to him if he had had Wi-Fi? <laughs> He'd still be in those woods. So, what were you saying? So the the you know you do creative things. You know, the usual reject show. You've got that going. If you live in the middle of nowhere, you're not going to do that anymore. That's true. I could do like I could outsource all of my. Cardboard making abilities and ship it over to you, I suppose. <laughs> it's that you came here because it presented opportunities that you couldn't get elsewhere. Correct. And leaving means you're giving up a lot. Yeah. So mid- living in the middle of nowhere is somewhat appealing in the sense that you don't really want to be around other people. Yeah. I'd end up being like the grocery store clerk that mops up after hours, the but guy yeah. that nobody wants to talk to. Yeah. If you were a writer, I guess that could work. You could just write a novel. Yeah. Any, any interest in that? I don't think I have anything to say. This is a depressing view of yourself. Well, no, I mean like... <laughs> this is a depressing episode, guys. Okay. Just talking the, about real estate. I, well, the real estate is kind Collateral of beauty, which is depressing enough that it, that even exists. That I was nice. He wrote to movie. love and time and death. I haven't seen this movie. Time for you to die. I love you. It was a man working through his broken spirit. Is that a double feature with seven pounds? Yeah. Oh, that's a sad movie. You know, you know what was most depressing? Jellyfish. About the show? When I played that Guy Fieri clip. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking it was the Boston Burger Boys. Yeah, it's Wahlburgers. It's Wahlburgers, guys. <laughs> nope. Just, just, he just called them the Boston Burger Boys. <laughs> well, I looked that up, and that's what came up. And I did, you, did you know of a place called the Boston Burger Boys? I, or you just guessed upon that? They are the Boston Burger Boys. <laughs> are they? 
<laughs> no, they're not. There's another restaurant, obviously, called the Boston Burger Boys. I don't think there's Pull up, the like, Guy the Wahlburgers Fieri. website. Like, Does I wanna... Guy Fieri's restaurant in the city exist anymore? No, right? Um, Guy Fieri's All-American Kitchen or something? Wasn't that supposed to be? Or it was Times Square. Times Square, right? Got the worst reviews ever. Yeesh. I tried some of his hot sauce. That was pretty good. <laughs> Greg <laughs> knows all about hot sauce now. The Wahlburgers are from Boston, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, so I'm calling them the Boston Burger Boys. Okay. Apparently some other people took that moniker already, though. <laughs> I don't think they did, because that place wasn't called that. It was just called Boston Burger Company or something. So you just played the clip and had no idea what it possibly was. <laughs> I thought we're, both least, we're all sitting here calling it Wahlburgers. <laughs> no, way it said Wahlburgers up until that point. Yes. <laughs> thought I did. Uh, yeah, we I? all have. <laughs> Maybe you did. And I talked right. about him eating dirt. <laughs> I didn't know the name of the restaurant. Maybe you said that. I mean, restaurant is a pretty broad term for what they're doing over there. Yeah, that's true. It's it's mostly just like a, a trophy room. So, anyone it's see that? Wahlberg's <laughs> nice, nice attempt. Trophy room. There we go. Anyone see that new pet cemetery? No. No. You? no. Okay. It's great. This is a great segment. No. This episode's going great, guys. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying to talk about some pop culture here. That is a good segue into pop culture. Into a movie none of us have seen. But there was Devin's, no got the, Devin's got the A list, and he hasn't even bothered. I thought about seeing it. There was a like I'd seen four movies in two weeks, and like I was like maybe next week I'll just see all the other movies, and then I decided no. That's a good gauge of a film, though. When you have the A list, you can go see it for no additional charge, and you yeah, still decide. Not I might to rent see it. it. So like now that I have it, maybe I go see it in theaters. But no, I am surprised. I thought there was some kind of excitement behind this one. It's got good reviews. I want to see it. John Lithgow is the old guy. That's good. <laughs> That's good. He's, He's great good being an old guy. John Lithgow's the old guy. John? That new Hellboy stinks, right? Oh, Did you see I it? saw that. Mm. No good. No. no oh. Bueno. No what about bueno. the music that they had in the trailer? Was it like that in the movie? You know, okay, so trying I, to sell it? I was talking to the guy that I saw this movie with. It reminded me a lot of Suicide Squad, where it was like, only maybe four minutes had passed in the movie, but I think I'd heard maybe four or five songs. That's always a good sign. There's just, a, like, it's a big, weird music video montage where it's like, here's this fun pop culture song that y'all know and love, and look, there's a big red guy beating up monsters to it. And there's certain elements to that that's cool, but at the same time, it was just a mess. It was a mess. I feel like none of the characters really had any substance, and you know how, what's-his-face plays the father in this one? Um, Ian McShane? Yes, Ian McShane. Good. Yes, Ian McShane, he plays the father in this one. They, you, like, give him some substance. It's the father. You know he's going to have some important third, you know, third act part, you know, some big third act speech where it's like, you're a hellboy, you need to save the day. And in fact, there was a third act speech, and it just falled flat. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they just they traded up for gore in this one, and then they just didn't pay attention to anything else. So the Guillermo del Toro ones better? I like the Guillermo, yes, Guillermo so del Toro So why the ones. fuck didn't they do that? They had the script. He was ready to go. Yeah, they even he, took like Twitter polls to be like, "Would you, would you come see this? Would you see Hellboy 3? Like, and everyone's like, "Yeah," but it just no. And I didn't, does anybody go to see this movie besides people on the A list? I don't think so. The reviews are bad. Oh, man, they're bad. I think um, there was this was one. Even the opening weekend, I think, was pretty awful. I just the, there's not that much interest in that character. I mean, this is somebody who reads a lot of comic books. There's not. Uh, it's I, off the beaten path. I think it would be a great Netflix series. Like, if you made it, like, a 10-episode arc or something like yeah. that, maybe that would be cool. But, like, the movie just... I don't know. Yeah, I, we love pulling this up. 
the budget numbers. Uh, $50 million budget. Worldwide, the film has made $20 million. Yeah. Worldwide. Worldwide. And again... It's been out for a couple weeks already, hasn't it? Yeah, at least two. And again, that doesn't take into account the marketing budget. Yep. That's just the production budget. Uh, The lead actor. David Harbour. I thought he did an okay job. I think, like, he... He's talented. Yeah, he's talented. It was really, like, I thought he brought some kind of a unique twist to it, but... Everything else was just... I mean, coming. those kind of movies, they have to be so well-written. They do. It just Otherwise, it falls apart. Or you, And you need someone with a real vision. Yeah. The reason why anybody even cared about Hellboy was because of the last movies. And that there was somebody who had, like, a real vision towards it. The yeah. fish man's not in this one, right? No. No. Uh, there's... Spoiler alert, because, you know, I'm sure none of you have seen it. <laughs> <laughs> they do a uh, post-credits little allusion to, like, fish man. It was sad because I went opening night. I went to the Thursday 7 o'clock showing. And Packed? No. Maybe tw- <laughs> 20 people. And like you could tell they're all the, the, the really random diehard Hellboy fans who all wear diehard you know, Hellboy t-shirts. And like they all got excited and they leaned forward when it's their favorite character appearing. And it's like, sorry, buddy, this is not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get a sequel. With steampunk German robot in it? Uh yeah, for a for a hot for a hot minute. And that was the, the part that kind of surprised me it was like uh in the Guillermo del Toro version, like that opening scene is kind of fun. Like they really did a, I thought they did a decent job with it and they really paint all the characters. And in this version, they're like, "All right, we need to speed through this now cuz we got to get to more monsters and more music videos." So like they just pan left. Oh, there's the steampunk guy. Pan right. There's the guy with the beard and he's bald and he's, you know, raising people from the dead. And that's it. And then they just move right along. Shouldn't have been done. That there was no call for it, I don't think. People weren't clamoring for No, I mean, I'm sure the other one would have cost more, probably, is why they abandoned it, but it would have been better movies, so... Would that have made its money back? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Not with all these superhero movies out now. I mean, when, when did Hellboy 2 come out? <coughs> Hellboy 2? It's got to be, what, 2008? Yeah, it's been a long time. And it's, so it's... I mean, was it even before the MCU? Mm. It was 2008, so that's when the first uh, Iron Man came out. Yeah, good I think luck. this was before. Yeah. Good luck competing in today's world. I mean, we got another fucking. We got Avengers coming. We had Captain Marvel, fucking Avengers, and Spider Man coming out. Good luck getting anybody's attention with what's happening right now. Which end game, by the way? And I know you guys, you, you both are avoiding everything. Everything. Correct? Yep. You won't even watch the trailers. You've seen the trailers, I have, Devin? I saw the first trailer because yeah, it was before a movie. I think I've seen two trailers. And I'm off social media. Don't want to see a damn thing. You mentioned the, the other week that there's leaked footage, which I've I, I've had to avoid anything Endgame that, too. Yeah, when you mentioned that, I was like, I'm off. I'm off. I just don't. I don't. Yeah, that would be awful. Anything to just pop up for any reason. Again, the last apparently, uh, the last five minutes of the film, or close to the end. God. So revealing, you know, whatever happens there, which apparently. So there was a, some piece of trash had to do that, right? Why? Why would you do that? Because people like people getting fucking suck, yeah, man. you want you want internet popularity. I or, was the or, one who did it, or infamy. It was me, guys. But you get something, you know. It's just a way to get reactions from people. And, and honestly, have a lot do of those people, people ever have any repercussions? It. Like all those FBI warnings we've had to sit through for our entire lives. Yeah. That is the person that the FBI should come down on and put in jail for the rest of their. Nah, life. they weren't monetizing it though, were they? It was just leaked footage. They didn't want money out of it, and it was only five minutes. That FBI thing was if you do make the a copy of this, yeah, you pirate or pirate pirate. Pirate. <laughs> Are you okay? You no, 
<laughs> you smell burning hair or anything? Yeah. I, d- I don't. I can't. <laughs> very frustrated today. No, fu- seriously, fuck those people. No, they, the FBI should put them in jail for the rest. Like Guantanamo Bay style. Trolls. No, seriously. Internet you trolls. Like, they need to be made example of. They should do like the olden times. Bring them up in the middle of Times Square and like tie them to the top of the TDF booth and everyone could throw shit at them. And severely injure them. Uh, I think it's good punishment. Yeah. It's just public shaming. You need to have the, the woman from Game of Thrones there with the bell ringing. Shame. I think some people are so lonely they would like public shaming because at least the public would be paying attention to them. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's true. what this that's all about is like that that, that need validation. Look at me, look at me. I'm a piece of shit, but look at me. <laughs> I was the one, I mean, you get to, so that's very layered, right? You get to say you were there by showing the footage. So you're already I in was some picked. kind of, I was, you weren't. Yeah, you're already in some situation where you get to see the film before anyone else. Trash. And then you release the footage and you got a lot of people come into your thread on Reddit or wherever you posted it and they're writing and maybe they're uh, giving you the upvotes or the downvotes. But as everyone says, if you get some reaction, it's better than nothing. Hate is better than I mean, apathy. you wonder, if, is it like one of the visual effects houses? Because that's how I, what I always wonder about those things is that like that's you, that's where the, like, the X-Men Origins Wolverine leak happened, right? Because they weren't oh, finished yeah. with it. Because there's so many people working on those movies. Like that's why there's like seven minutes of credits because there's they they all have to have copies of the movie or maybe it's just that they only have certain snippets that they're individually working on at different effects houses. But they got to be able to put it all together and thread it all together at some point. Yeah. Somebody is doing that. So, so all those people, even with Endgame, the actors I was reading, they came in and did scenes out of context. They would just get their lines. So even with their scene partners, they didn't know what the lines of the other person. It's a very strange way to yeah, it's, have it's to go so about that. It's weird that this has to happen. Yeah. That people can't keep their mouths shut. And on... Uh, Stupid internet. Well, I guess what, Ruffalo, that came out... At the time, I think people glossed over it. But before Infinity War, he made some comments yeah. about everyone dying. And no one thought anything of it until after people realized what happened. And they went back. But Ruffalo and... Uh, What's his name? The guy who plays Spider-Man. Uh, yes. Holland. Yeah. Apparently those two can't keep their mouths shut. So this is this is part of the reason they go in and do that. And they have them film false scenes. Scenes that aren't even going to make the cut. or That's the edit. so crazy to me. That's such like the amount of work that that is. When you're trying to create a four-hour movie that you go out of your way to like create fake I know, scenes. I know. And drag oh. these A-list actors down to the studio put them in makeup, jerk them around, and then, like, they film shit that doesn't even happen? What is that? And, <laughs> I, and I don't know if that's with everyone, but I think they do, you know, eventually you get to the point of, like, all right, he likes to run his mouth, so let's just film a few scenes here that aren't real. Um, that's got to be second unit, right? The, the, like, the actual directors of that movie are not showing up to toy with the actors. I have to assume. <laughs> I would assume that, too. That's like running a city, r- directing one of those movies, I feel like. Yeah. So I read an article that in Variety that uh, they're starting their own studio, the Russo Brothers. Oh. They're doing, like, old-timey style. Greg's nodding his head. He knows what I'm talking about. They're gonna, they have, like, like a full studio uh, system, like uh, writing rooms and uh, game rooms and, uh, <laughs> and like, like, studio space. <laughs> That's how much money... Though that and clout that they got from directing these movies. Well, okay, so like again, yeah, I saw a title of an article on IMDb. Like they're already talking about how much money this movie's gonna make. 
Can you imagine how much money this movie is going to make in one weekend? They said some of the theaters aren't even closing. They're just going to run 24 hours. I, I, why wouldn't you? And it's at, there. And because it is a three-hour film, you're getting less screenings per day. Yeah. So the demand is there. And with the runtime, the theaters, yeah, it's worth it to them to just stay open. A 4.30 a.m. showing of Avengers Endgame will be more filled than opening night of Hellboy. It is. <laughs> those sites crashed when the, the, those I know. went on sale. That's crazy. I was trying to get tickets, and somehow I, I got a pair at uh, Battery Park, which is my favorite theater, Regal, the one that's hidden. Yeah. We've talked about we this talked before. We talked about one. It's way up there in the building. Yeah, but people now know because even this is sold out. But they have some it's small... because they listen to our podcast. Well, they have some smaller theaters there. So you got the big ones, but these have been uh, retrofitted with the recliners. And within there, it's not a giant theater, which I like. Maybe the screen's a bit smaller, but I, I don't give a shit. You go in there, and it's more intimate viewing experience. And I got them for Saturday night. Oh, like cool. Like 6 p.m., I think. Uh, but still, when this thing opens on Thursday, you're avoiding the internet now, but you have to yeah, it's already started. stay away. It's already started. Like I was I was looking for to take notes uh, for today's show. Yeah. And just even the headlines, I could see, like, I caught a couple things. I'm like, ah. Well, they had the screening. There was a preview, and this wasn't even the critics' preview at this point. This was, I don't know how they chose the people. Uh, so it's the opening of the film, but a lot of the hardcore fans have been invited in and they leave the theater and they've been posting their reactions. Now they're not giving anything that's a spoiler because if they do, they'll never be invited back. Yeah. You know, they're in, they're in the group at this point. Marvel will exile them. So some of these, this isn't, you may read them. It's going to okay. spoil anything. Okay. I, I don't right. know. Right. I don't know. This is it. Okay. Let me just read one. And you tell me how you uh, feel. Yeah. Avengers Endgame <laughs> is a, an astonishing, amazing film. I've never seen anything like it. This movie is everything I wanted it to be and so much more amazing. Okay, that's fine. I can deal with that. While watching Avengers Endgame, I laughed I so that. loud. I, claps with, I clapped with so much force and I cried so hard. The movie exceeds every expectation and is the perfect culmination of the entire Marvel okay. cinematic well, that's, universe. That's good. I think this let's, is stop. General. let's stop there. We, we made it out alive. I just don't... I, again, One more spoiler-free thoughts. Mm. Fans are going to go ape shit. All right. Okay. Yeah, I just... Of course they are. I'm still, I, can't, I still can't believe the first Infinity War happened. It was so good. Yeah. Well, these guys know what they're doing. So, back to what we were talking about, the Russo brothers. Like, they're, they're going to be able to build an, like, build an island and put everything on it. Like, they're going to have so much money. I mean, they got into like a $120 million investment from China or something to create this. And outside of the money, they can do whatever they want. They're at that point in their career. Are they at the point where they can take a percentage? If they're the studio... They're going to be the actual studio developing uh, independent films. Do you think they have a piece of Endgame? I don't know. I mean, can you imagine? Who does? Okay, so let's talk about so, Bob Iger. So Endgame was <laughs> Endgame was done simultaneously as Infinity War around the same time because getting all those people together. So I don't think they could ride at least the success of Infinity War because that wasn't established yet. I bet you Downey has a piece. Do you think Downey has a piece? That was a big deal. That, that's why they need to get rid of him. Because that, that's what was irking them, is that when they put him in Spider-Man, it was an extra... When they put him in the Captain America movie, they wound up negotiating for Captain America and Spider-Man, and then I think that maybe these movies were part of the contract. I might be just guessing. Um, but he's the only one that makes the Boku bucks. I can imagine he's like, got a piece. And you know what? He should. He was the guy who put it all on the line and figured it out. I haven't... I looking to see if he has any points in the film but 
he was apparently the only person who got to see the full script. So that tells you something. He's up yeah. there. Yeah, no, this dude, talk about somebody who changed their life, man. And I've been in love with that guy forever. So I was just so, when they cast him as Tony Stark, I did a fucking dance, man. Yeah. I've loved this guy, like, like Chaplin even. Like, when that came out, like, that changed my life, that movie. This guy is so fucking talented. He's been so fucking talented for so long. And it was so sad that he, you know, hit, he crashed and burned there for a while. Yeah, he turned it around, man. But look at him, man. Look at that. Look, what a testament to changing your life. And you know who helped him, helped him turn it around? Shane Black. Yeah. Coming back full circle to one of our favorite writers slash directors, Shane Black, man. Yeah, and Mel Gibson, actually. Yeah. Mel Gibson was the one who bankrolled um, the insurance for him to do the singing detective. Oh. That was originally going to star Mel Gibson, and he gave it to Downey to give him to give him a, a boost, and no insurance company would back, so he personally financed it. What was so, that? What was that? Is that the, uh, what are you looking at, spoilers? No. What are you doing? You, what I you saw an, about the point. What did I you saw, say? I saw, yeah, I saw just the numbers attached to actors. Yeah, I don't know. I think he made like the know, real 60 salary, hundred million or something. I don't know like. what this is. This is just a picture on the site, so we, I don't know how yeah, credible the it's source probably is. Not credible. It's got a picture of Groot, uh, Loki, <laughs> Hawkeye. How much does Vin Diesel make for just saying <laughs> I am Groot? But he's got to interpret those I am Groots and, and convey yeah. the emotion. But he's not on set, is he? Because no. it's what's his face, Sean Gunn as Groot. Yeah. I think he's Sean does Rocket normally. Does yeah, that's Rocket. right. He does Rocket. Now, good. did he do Rocket for Infinity War, too? I'm sh- yeah, right. Even without the brother being around, does he get attached to a character that he's not even playing? And Bradley Cooper hmm. does the voice of. I don't know. Maybe right. Yeah. Was he in Infinity War? No, I don't think he did. I don't. Was think his he character in it? I don't think so. I don't think. In the, the in the minutes that we spent, like outside in space, did we ever see any of the Ravagers? I don't think so. No. Yeah, he was Shungun was Rocket Infinity War. There's an article that fans can expect a measure of continuity because he played Rocket again. In the movement. Okay, yes. great. Right. Jumping up on War Machine shoulder. So does Vin Diesel play <laughs> Teenage Groot? <laughs> I think he is. I'm sure he's, he's, he's on. He's on set. Going, I am good. No, I don't think so. Okay. Oh, not on set. You don't think he's on set? I, Bradley Cooper's not on set. No, I feel like I saw footage of Vin Diesel wearing these big, um, like the foot extension things, the stilts, like the big stilts. So he was going to be on set and be kind of the body person or something no. like that. No, you don't think so? I think. He, I think he. He just he just goes to the room and he goes, "I'm group. Okay, I'm done." Yeah. He's like, what does this mean, James? And he's like, well, you know, he gives him a big... And he's like, okay, good. I am Groot. <laughs> I am Groot. I am Groot. I am Groot. Well, you know, the whole story is that he gets a separate script that has the yeah. translation of what he's actually saying. Which is cool. I like that. Yeah. That's great. I love those Guardians movies. I'm so glad we're going to get another one done properly. I don't care what anybody says. Where do you think it's going to go? I don't know. I mean, two wasn't as good as one. I think one. I think Guardians of the Galaxy one is like one of my favorite action movies ever. I just, just loved it so much. God, but two, you know. I mean, but it was good though. I liked two. There was yeah. a lot of heart in two. I'd rather see something that wasn't perfect in, and have that kind of heart in it. Um, where does it go? I don't know. But we're gonna have to see after Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, they set up. She's she's gonna come back. I'm sure. Um. Well, so then the big question is setting up the next phase for the Marvel Universe. Wh- who's who's the biggie? 
The big bad? Who's the big bad? I'm Who's sure they're going to do scrolls. You they think scrolls? Yeah, Secret Invasion. That makes sense to me. I don't know. I'm because they're going to push towards Captain Marvel, oh. and she had the relationship with the scrolls. I'm secretly ha- ha- What what am I looking at? Right what are you now, looking right? at? I was still trying to figure out who's playing Groot on set. So it's a guy in a but big, it's a guy in a big full blue suit, full blue suit. But there's a Groot head on top of his. But head. it doesn't look like Vin Diesel. It's not Vin frame, Diesel. That right? guy's too way too skinny. That would have been funny. Same, like there he is. There's Groot on. And I know this is audio, but uh, just Groot's That's head crazy. on top of another guy's head. On set. That yeah. poor guy. Hey, I, that's something to brag about. <laughs> yeah, I was Groot. That'd be my profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> then you get an NDA. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry to interrupt. You were trying to figure out the next phase. Uh, I'm secretly hoping for Galactus. Then you yeah, I would like and real Galactus in. though. Real not, Galactus, not, not fucking not, a, a morbid uh, cloud. Yeah, of, big cloud. I want to see a guy in purple pants. Yeah, with a big, big purple helmet. Yeah, and the, fucking Silver Surfer, Silver and Surfer, Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and fucking. Well, new, they're doing the X-Men. Eternals. Uh, but what is this? What, That's what, what they're going why are they to do. Doing this? What why? is what is the Eternals? Can I don't anyone even fucking really know that well? I've re- and I've read some of these books. Like, who gives a rat's ass? Oh, the, you know what the Eternals are? They're, you know, like in Guardians when the. Uh, the celestial head that um, was nowhere mm-hmm. is is inside of that's one of the Eternals. Yeah, so they're, they're just, these like giant. They're celestials. Celestials, yeah, they're like gods. Okay, the, the, the Greek or Roman or I don't know. They're like some like takeoff of the gods, and Angelina Jolie is going to be one of them. Oh, really? The movie, yeah. But who cares? Like, what are they doing? <laughs> it sounded like there was excitement on that oh. inside. Angelina Jolie, oh, she's going to be in the... And oh. Kirk's side. Oh, okay, okay. Disdain. No, not when you can do the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But they've already done it twice. Terrible. I'm not saying they won't do it again, but because they've done it twice. But look at what they did to Spider-Man. They fucked... I mean, that Andrew Garfield thing was a travesty. That, was, that, that Still made money, though, right? It didn't flop. The, well, the second maybe one, the second one did flop. The second one did not do well. With uh, Jamie Jamie Fox. Fox's Electro. Oh, boy. Did you ever see the um, <laughs> collector? You probably haven't. I'm asking a question. I know that you definitely know the collector set of Spider-Man Two. It was the Amazing Spider-Man Two, I guess it was called. Mm-hmm. Of Jamie Foxx's head as Electro is the scariest thing that I've ever seen. Like it's a Blu-ray set. <laughs> like <and> his head <laughs> opens up. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> it's so disturbing and stupid. Like I was like, this. The, the, I, I saw that and I was like, these movies is need this to it? end. Yep, that's it. That's- <laughs> It's so stupid. It's oh my a, god, it, it it's is. It's Jamie so, 3D model. So when they were like, okay, we didn't make as much money in the theaters, we need to find a way to make some money on the DVDs and Blu-rays. What do we do? Let's put it in Jamie Foxx's fucking head. So they, they, they cast the Jamie Foxx's head. The way that they handled that whole movie, god, it's terrible. So bad. I only watched it on a plane. So when I say that, those are the, you're half paying attention. Did you like the opening scene? It was about a plane crash. Did you enjoy that? <laughs> Being sure. like, this I, is a bad movie to start. I've been on planes before and watched plane crash videos on it. It's a weird way to offset the anxiety. I, I, I definitely have been on a plane and watched Flight with Denzel Washington <laughs> and been like, ha look. <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, what am I going to do? he's not drinking. <laughs> if I'm watching this, this won't, surely won't happen to me while I'm on the plane. You put the, the stewardess button. Could you check to make sure they're not doing lines of coke off? <laughs> Each other in the cockpit, please. Hey, he was better when he was fucked up. <laughs> yeah. he was a Could you make pilot. sure he's not crashing? Give him a bump. <laughs> <laughs> I 
So in other news, uh, that, that was based on an actual flight, by the way. No. Yeah. So the the upside down the elevator got stuck, and they couldn't control the the altitude of the plane. Uh, so the pilot turned the plane upside down, but it was over, I think, the Pacific Ocean, where he took it out over the ocean, and it crashed. Wow. So that's the, you know, that was the inspiration, but the whole, I saved the day, we landed the plane in the a guy, field, the, everyone lived. The guy's <laughs> not singing while he's doing <laughs> it, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that, part, <laughs> that part didn't happen. Robert Zemeckis really chooses some bizarro movies now to, to put his hat in the ring with. Yeah. The, the 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 towers yeah the the, <laughs> the line the wire the yeah man on wire was the other something. one but it was I don't know the walk is that what they called it maybe take and Joseph Gordon Levitt take as a, a French take guy. a short walk with me starring Joseph Gordon Levitt take <laughs> take people, a tall walk people didn't like that one take a tall walk it was which okay is, it just was like does this need to exist it's though? like it's an hour and a half of can we just get to the goddamn wire on the buildings please I believe this is the wire. Amazing Spider-Man 2, just going back to that, it did fine. World, total box office. But as far as, like, Spider-Man movies go. Well, like domestic it, was only $200 million, $202 million. What's but budget? But total, $708 million. That's uh, good. The production budget, they're not giving me the number here. It went down. That was the thing, is that most of the movies, when they're sequels, they go up. And it went down from the, from the first one. And everybody was unhappy with it, so they knew that they were going to have another thing where, like... Spider-Man 3 made a ton of dough, but people weren't happy with it. Um, so they were afraid to come back to it. Meanwhile, the studio interfered so much in that process of making that movie is the reason why it was They such forced a Venom out. into that movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they were going to make the next movie that Raimi was planning was Vulture, and John Malkovich was going to be Vulture. So it's funny that that's what wound up being the villain of uh, the new Spider-Man movies. I'm psyched for the new one. I don't know. I mean, the trailer isn't, you know, everything to me. But, like, I don't know. Jake Gyllenhaal It's good. It's going to be... It's, it's a weird Mysterio, like, in, like, a reality, like, not a comic book way of, like, what that's going to be. I love Mysterio. He was yeah. one of my favorite Spider-Man cartoon villains back in the 90s. I loved it. His big fishbowl head and yeah, everything like that. Yeah, I think like it's that. cool. But I'm... It just... It's, like, weird to see it. Yeah. And, like, it's going to be great. I know it's going to be awesome. And then they did it overseas, like, far from home. It's it's a bold choice. It's going to be weird to see Spider-Man not in New York. Yeah. But how cool is that? Like, that that, that's going to happen. Yeah, but he's in those European cities that don't have buildings that are as tall. So how's he going to swing around? Yeah, he's going to have to aim for the masts of tall boats. I wonder if there is... Keeps hitting the ground. I wonder if there is a Notre Dame scene. And they had to Mm. change it or something. What if it caught fire in the film? Maybe they'll add that. Be yeah, swinging around, seeing the background. Yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> I don't know. That's what happened with the the first Spider-Man movie was that the that the twin towers were featured. Yeah, it's a bit different though because nobody died in the uh, fire. At, yeah, at, no, it's obviously a very yeah, big nine eleven. Like, you get rid of that. A lot of people lost their lives. Don't. Yeah, don't that wasn't that. a good idea to leave that around. But the original trailers that came out for that movie had him swinging between the towers. Mm, not good. <laughs> well, they got rid of it. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You didn't know so, that was going to happen. So, just so this isn't a completely uh, rent and uh, Marvel centric episode, have you guys seen Game of Thrones? Yes. What do you think? I am on episode four of season one. Okay. Oh, I'm just starting. Bye bye. I guess yeah. we can't talk. You guys want to talk about it? Talk about it. No, 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 no. You not can talk, talk about it. it. We don't want to spoil it for anybody anyway. But I just want to say it's pretty fucking awesome. I can't wait for. It's pretty expositional. You, you, know, you think so? I think everybody's kind of being like, "Where the fuck is the fighting?" And they're just they're well, setting something up. They're gonna get that. Yeah. 
How many episodes in this season? Six, seven, something like that. It's small, but they're all they're all going to be gigundo episodes from here on out. Right. The like first two were kind of like small ones. But you think that like okay, they had everyone bitched that they didn't do a season last year, but they they essentially are making like three or four movies in this time with big time special effects and big time fighting. Like it's going to be sick. And like I'm, I don't know, man. I'm interested in these characters, so it doesn't feel like exposition to me. It's six episodes. So the final We've season, two, so there's only four left. This four is still fucking left to finish the whole thing. They're calling this season eight. It says yeah. HBO split the final thirteen episodes of Game of Thrones into two shorter seasons. Mm-hmm. So there's six this time. Yeah, right. And from this on, this point on, it's all like hour and a half. I think. Oh, <gasps> I think it's really cool the way it's coming together, and it's cool to see the people that you haven't seen together in a really long time. And I wonder what it's like for these actors because they, they really operate separately in different continents doing these roles. So yep. Yep. everybody's so entrenched in what they've been doing. See them come together now. It's really it's rewarding. Yeah, I don't watch it. Come across those people. I know I just started watching Game of Thrones, but no, nobody like pompous or no, like no, that's a big thing. People, there's this weird false pride that comes alive. No, no, I don't, no. I don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't even know what a throne is. I, I watch Big Little Liars. Yeah, you know what? I saw the trailer. <laughs> Meryl Streep. I saw a trailer for that, and I was like, I was interested in watching this until now. <laughs> I was going to go back and watch the first season, and the trailer for the new season, I'm like, no. Yeah. No thanks. Okay. They were all just screaming. Um, they just keep cutting between them yelling in different instances without sound. There's like music playing over it, and they're like, like making a face, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to skip this one. <laughs> it's not television, it's HBO. Did you watch it? No. No. I watched no. the like first 20 minutes of Big Little Lies, and I was like, this is not my jam. You watched it? No, that's what I'm saying, is I was considering it, and the trailer made me go no. For the first season? For the second season. But you didn't, the, the first season, no, I'm asking. I missed it. Missed it. I watched a couple episodes on a plane. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of planes. <laughs> watching a lot of movies. I used, I used to be on a lot of planes, but that, uh, that's when I watched things I wasn't so interested in, but eh, I'll pay attention to this a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Good? I was fine. I saw a couple episodes. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't enough. So that's I a saw, ringing endorsement. Well, I saw those and it wasn't enough. Greg, to, to Gregory get, Jason Russ says, it fine. it's fine. It I didn't f- watch more outside of the plane. So yeah. that tells you something. It didn't catch me. You enough. didn't get off that plane and go, oh, I got to find <sighs> the nearest TV to watch some yeah. HBO. <laughs> Even though I'm on vacation, I need to just go sit in the hotel room and watch this. Does this have in-flight <laughs> movies? Does, are they about plane crashing or do you have big little eyes? No. I don't want the flight. I'm off. Get me off this plane. <laughs> <laughs> Drag me off. But, sir, the boarding door has been closed. Shut up. <laughs> I'll pay the $50,000 to open it. Flight. I don't want to. No. Go to jail. <laughs> well, I'm glad that was an exciting Game of Thrones <laughs> conversation. You can talk. I'm fine. It's all right. I no. mean, you know, you should catch up by the t- by the end of this so we can do a full recap of yeah, the entire one, series. One week to get 66 hours of well, television. Well, it's, it's got four weeks. You got four weeks to, to get on it. Yeah. So, you know, if, you, if all you do, I mean, you're, you're unemployed at the moment, so. <laughs> <laughs> Through no fault of my own. <laughs> just plug it, plug it into your veins and just That's, binge some Game of Thrones. Yeah, I would do that. I'd love every second of it. <laughs> so well, I'm looking at the list of movies coming out. Uh, so <laughs> over under on if you're going to see these, okay? All right. What time are we at? We're okay? Let's just run through this. Uh, Godzilla. 
Yes. King of the Monsters? Is I'll that what it's called? I'll see it. I will yeah. see it. It's an In the what'd theater. Th- what did you think of the first one? Fine. Yeah. I thought it was horseshit. Okay. Next. <laughs> so you're you're under. <laughs> you're under on that one. Yeah, I think that Brian Cranston was the whole best thing in the first movie, and they killed him. It was so stupid. And everywhere that kid went, Aaron Taylor Johnson, the fucking Godzilla was there. Just <laughs> happened to be. There's Godzilla again. He's not tracking me. I just happen to be where Godzilla is. Stupid. Moving on. And there's barely any Godzilla in that movie, too. Stupid. Uh, Detective Pikachu. <laughs> no. Under, but I feel like that's going to be huge. Now, it's going to be a big it, one. Does it say anything about like Ryan Reynolds that like like that was a choice? Like you know, like okay, he's been. I've loved this guy. I think he's super talented. Did he really need to be Detective Pikachu too? I mean, I'm sure he made a lot of money doing it, but he's got a lot of clout now with the the Deadpool working out so well that did he have to be Detective Pikachu? Because that seems like a step back. Maybe he to wanted me. to be. He just desperately wanted to be Detective Pikachu. Maybe he was a fan of Pokemon. Devin had all the Pokemon cards. That That's right. That's true. That's right. I'm talking to I'm talking to somebody who actually knows about this stuff. So if you were given the opportunity to be in a Pokemon movie, would you do it? Yeah. See? So what are good about Pokemon? I don't know anything about these fuckers. I, I, I can't answer that really. I feel like maybe... Is there a story that I don't know? Fourth... Fourth grade Devin might be able to answer that, but no, there's well, not really we're a story. We're the same age, aren't we? You got to collect fourth grade. I mean, collect them all. Collect them all. I don't think you Pokemon gotta, existed when we were fourth grade. I was just taking a shot in the dark. Grade okay. school. What the fuck is that? Are we English? Grade school? <laughs> really going after you? Yes. All the nerdy, all the nerdy things to, he likes. Just trying to dish it back a little bit. Trying to to. Keep my head above water. With so what's YouTube what's the story with the detective I'm Pikachu? I'm I asking. don't know. Okay, so that's a yeah, relatively I've new never, thing. I've never heard of if there if that's a, such a thing. Like, was there a cartoon that you watched? Was there? There was a Pokemon the cartoon. There were the cards. What is that ball thing that they're always jerking around with? Pokeball. That's <laughs> where they live, right? They live in that ball. That's where they throw it at the Pokemon and they catch them. Okay, that's gonna be a fun two hours. So Detective <laughs> Pikachu was an adventure game. When did this come out? Uh, it was for the Nintendo 3DS, March 2018. So I guess it was a game that grew widely popular. In the last year. And then they made the movie. Right away. Yeah, but they must have been planned simultaneously. Sure. Um, John Wick 3. Yes. 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 Resounding, all three of us, yes. There you go. I wonder if the... I, I don't know if the mythology of that, though, is going to hold up. What do you think? Because it was a really good action movie, the first one. Two, they started to add like all this backstory. I don't know. I could see it going off the rails. It uh, could, but those... Uh, I mean, again, it's a preview, so who knows. But you know, the, the fight scenes, again, it seems like they're keeping it up, but keeping them fresh. Yeah. The way they did in the first one, where they presented these scenes choreographed in ways that people weren't used to seeing and said, oh, wow... I think there's still some interesting stuff. I think they're like all the other movies out there. They're trying to create a universe, you know, and I, I, I think I dig this universe. No, you like I'm, the universe. I'm, inve- I'm invested in it, at least, you know. I don't know whether or not all the choices hold up, but I'm definitely invested. I wish there was a Die Hard universe back in the day when Die Hard was still good. Maybe they'll try and revive that <laughs> <laughs> Die Hard universe. Yeah, not everything needs to be built into a universe. I'm well, not saying that's Die Hard. That's point. Well, yeah. Die Hard actually bizarre. would have been pretty good. <laughs> It'd have been funny. It's just a, it's a universe but. where all the planet Hollywood stars are just saving the world <laughs> yeah. one weekend at a time. Well, I mean that's what the Expendables was, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I also read about um, Mike Myers is getting a new show. We were talking about him a 
couple episodes ago. So he's going to have a Netflix show, which I feel like is just like Netflix is reviving all the comics that were popular when we were kids and giving them these opportunities. Like, So a variety show of some kind? Or is it really? Playing a sketch show with him playing multiple characters, apparently. Okay. Seems like he cares about life again. Like he started dyeing his hair back to black. He's not got that like weird white doll hair. Yeah, give thing. it a chance. I was I never was a huge fan of his. I think we made that <laughs> clear. Yeah, it I was fine. I, I there was way. there was nothing about me. I said, ah, oh, Mike Myers, gotta go see that. Got it. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's Mike Myers. Okay. I thought you were the first one to see Love Guru. <laughs> yes, that's <It's> me. Yeah. <laughs> All around. <laughs> well, next time that we meet up. We are going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Mm-hmm. And I think that we should have a dedicated episode to Spoiler-filled well. episode. Spoiler-filled Avengers Endgame episode. And between now and then, Separate hopefully... Separate, yeah. people know. The same way we did with Infinity Separate War. and clearly, clearly labeled. So we had the yeah. regular show. And, then there was and we have reviews show. on the regular show. Yeah, but, but it was we, no spoilers. Spoiler-free. Then we'll have spoiler-filled. Like cream-filled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're ready to cry, Kirk. I hear yeah. Endgame is a tearjerker. See, now you've spoiled Okay, something. yeah. <laughs> Bring the tissues. For other reasons. Oh, boy. Mm, okay, Pee Wee Her- Herman right. still have, hasn't gotten over it. <laughs> As always, we're the usual rejects. Broadcasting from the Chain Theater in New York City. We're on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Usual Rejects. We got a show coming up this May 24th and 25th. It's Hey Bub, X Men. Yeah, you're going to want to get those tickets as soon as you stop listening to my voice. Why are you getting sensual? Because <laughs> mm, I'm getting ready to get my tissues and tell my I'm trying to get my tissues and go see some Avengers Endgame. The music and the rain Charged on an airy late night Sedated the rain